podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. You drink one, drink two, drink three Long Island iced teas. But your buddy's worse off and he throws you his car keys. Blue lights are blinking four o'clock in the morning. St. Trooper makes you wish that you'd never been born. Better call Saul, better call Saul. You want to tell the world you're in love with a girl named Fran? So you find an overpass and you say it with a spray paint can. Blue lights start a blinking, those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. Welcome to Better Talk Saul, Cinema Geekly's Better Call Saul podcast. It's Anthony and Glenn. We're back to talk more Saul, season six, episode five. It's called Black and Blue. And you know what? As far as Saul episodes go, like they don't make bad episodes. This is about as close as you can get, I think to a bad episode of the show. Um, which is to say that I think it was a, a good, well-done, well-acted, and performed episode, but kind of not a lot happens in this episode. Um, I don't know, maybe you'll disagree, Glenn, but it, it doesn't feel like a whole lot happened this week. I mean, things happened in the sense that some things were moved forward a little bit, but... Next week is the famed penultimate. Well, this isn't really a real penultimate episode. They're taking a break, but it does feel like they are set. This episode is setting up big stuff in the next couple of episodes. Uh, if the teaser for episode six is to be believed, it looks like a, a much more thrilling episode of the show. This sort of just moved the pieces a little bit more like necessary maneuvers that needed to be made but not the most exciting, I don't think. Uh, let's talk about what happened, though. Um, Kim and Gus each remain paranoid about Lalo Salamanca showing up. Uh, Kim trying to, uh, I guess, further secure the the house or apartment that her and uh, Jimmy share and Gus is in full-on paranoid mode and little do they know Lalo is nowhere near any of them right now but we would find that out later speaking of Kim though she continues to keep up her her meeting uh, her meeting with Mike secret from Jimmy Jimmy for his part hires Francesca as his assistant, although very begrudgingly, uh, she's not full on interested in this job, but you know how Jimmy is. Uh, Kim obtains uh, from Viola the name of the judge who will be arbitrating the Sandpiper case. Howard and Cliff and Aaron persuade Sandpiper clients not to settle. Then Cliff decides to confront Howard about his apparent cocaine and prostitution habits. At which point Howard kind of puts the pieces together and realizes that Jimmy is sabotaging him. Howard then tricks Jimmy into showing up to an old boxing gym where he then 
ambushes Jimmy essentially with a challenge to a fight in the ring, which Howard wins and then tells Jimmy that he hopes that this ends his harassment campaign. But later we find out he has hired a private investigator to begin surveilling Jimmy. Jimmy tells Kim about the fight, and she assures him that their scheme to ruin Howard is still going according to plan. Meanwhile, Gus hides a handgun on an excavator at the site of his planned meth lab. And then we catch up with Lalo. Using an alias, Lalo tracks down Werner Ziegler's widow, uh, Marguerite, at a bar in Germany and attempts to obtain information about Werner. The next morning, Lalo breaks into her home and finds a Lucite sculpture with the maker's label on the base, which was a gift from Werner's construction crew. Marguerite returns home unexpectedly, but Lalo succeeds in escaping unseen with the sculpture. Glenn, what did you think of episode five? Yeah, uh, it was weird to have like two filler episodes in a row, huh? Mm-hmm. Don't really get that with uh, no, with this show. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It felt like episode three was a little more fillery, and four felt like. Oh no, 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 no! You're right. Uh, Three was the the Nacho episode, which was great. Uh, Four was fun, but did kind of have a bit of a fillery feel. You're right. Yeah, that is unusual for this show. Yeah, um, considering we don't have many left, not you know, not, I'm not worried or anything. No, no. Nope. Um, yeah, I the only, I mean, you can see where things are gonna go, you know, because I feel like the writers are kind of in the viewers' heads of like, okay, well, you know, these people are in the other one, so how 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 does this, you know, get solved? You know, like yes. when it comes to Howard or Kim, and it definitely is feels like they're writing these episodes to to hint on what avenues this could go because now mm-hmm. with um howard it's like okay well you know maybe kim and saul's plan kind of worked and did this and this and it's like and then it ends with that private eye that's gonna follow jimmy but there's already mike's guys following jimmy yeah so it's, it's like an, I feel- well i feel like uh I feel like this is how Howard disappears. Yeah, it's inevitable that his private eye or whatever ends up running into Mike's guys. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if he gets involved in this, like, or reports it back to uh, Howard, that absolutely could be a way that they write him out of not only uh, the show and future events, but also existence. Uh, yeah. Seems like I mean, it kind of makes sense too with Mike and Saul's relationship. You know, they always kind of had like this. I don't know, working relationship kind of thing. So yeah. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just like, as soon as it ended, I was like, oh, so so this is how Howard goes out is yep. because of Jimmy fucking with him. And it just turns into <laughs> Howard just getting <laughs> murdered by mm-hmm. Mike. Because, you know, with the last... Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... Thought it was weird to do the callback with the lab just because it's been a long time since we've seen it. Yeah. It um, and it just felt like having Gus, like the time that we spent in there, I just thought it was odd that they would do that only because I felt like it was a refresher for the scenes that we saw with Lalo at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So like Gus having to go down there and stuff just kind of felt unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, but I thought the Gus or the Lalo stuff with uh, Marguerite was was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought she was gonna die there for a second. Oh yeah. I guess not. The most tense part um, in the episode, I think, for sure. Yeah, I thought that little puppers was gonna get it too for a second. Nah, he uh, Lalo really seemed to like that dog. So <laughs> yeah, until he wouldn't shut the fuck up. Oh yeah, I mean that's true. That's true. He got a little worried then for sure. But yeah, no, it was uh, you know it was it was an okay episode. The Howard Saul fight, I guess, was kind of fun, but it was just like mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Saul's got a certain angle with it because it's just I could I don't know. I'd, I was trying to think of like ways he would try and spin this into his favor. Yeah. Like how we're assaulting him or something. Yeah. yeah, The only thing I can think of is like, um, him being the one to talk to cliff and being like, look, I know that you, you told Howard that you seen this stuff and he's blaming me. And like, I don't know. You know, I've moved on with my life. I've, you know, I got this new practice and you know, you may not agree with my clientele that I have, but like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to to move past him, and here he is accusing me and stuff, and then asked me to fight in a boxing match with him because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to sue him for assault. Like it's just, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like that that may be the angle to kind of go. I don't know. They definitely are different avenues we could go down with how Howard's going to go down. So I think this is this is kind of how I guess this first half is going to end is the elimination of Howard, and then. The final stretch is probably uh, whatever happens with Kim. Yeah, hopefully nothing bad. Uh, yeah, there, it feels like there always needs to be some sort of angle with Saul. So you're right. I don't. I'm not sure exactly what they were doing here. Um, to me, and he's, and maybe he has an angle, but uh, it hasn't been it hasn't been revealed here, or nor has it been hinted that he has one. Uh, but you know, he, he did say I should have just left him, which yeah. he would have done. And look, there was no reason for him to actually do it he, when he stopped and paused. Um, I feel like that's because he thought of something that will come in handy later or that he could use or yeah. something. Um, cause he didn't take the fight seriously. He spent the whole time, uh, egging him on, hoping that he would attack him. And I mean, he landed a couple of blows, but you know, Howard like went for the head several times. Right. So I think that was Jimmy's plan. I, he must have an angle. It, he, Oh, it feels like he always does. So, uh, yeah, I liked, uh, I really liked the, uh, I did like the stuff with Lalo. I thought, Oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, Tony Dalton, mm-hmm. um, super charming. He's he's nice to see him again. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really good, and it 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 felt a little jarring because this felt so out of the ordinary for this show. Now we're in Germany, and he's just you know like what exactly led him there? I mean, I guess obviously the. Um, you know, he's, he's tracking down, you know, where to find Gus, I guess. And I mean, he knew that Gus was building something. Yes. I'm pretty sure I remember him knowing that it was 
Germans like that getting yes. leaked to him. Mm. So like, cause like, uh, when I watched it, one of my friends like, how did he even figure it out? I was like, well, I mean, there, you know, it's been a while, but like, you know, he kind of had an idea what was going on and I'm yeah. sure, you know, a death of this super famous engineer who went on this job undisclosed, like, you mm. know, it's not yeah, impossible for someone with his kind of resources and cleverness to figure it out. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it just, yeah, it was a little different because it's a scenery change for the show in, in a show yeah, that famously yeah. does not change scenery very often. It's true. So, uh, yeah, but I thought that was the most tense thing in the episode and they always find a way to make something super tense. But Lalo does sort of seem like the kind of guy, like, I don't think he was going to kill this person unless he absolutely had to. Yeah. Yeah. So he found a way out instead. Um, I thought that was I thought that was good. Um, the uh, what was the the other thing in this uh, episode? I like no, I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay, so do you think the paralegal assistant? Because I do love it. She's like, I have a say in the decorating. Oh, Francesca, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think she only had a say in the lobby? Because I don't see, like, <laughs> the American Eagle and Constitution necessarily being her forte. No, picking, like, that's her pick. No, I feel like that wasn't and Also, his fault. lobby was pretty bare bone. That's all I mm-hmm. loved about it was just, like, it just looked like you're at the, like, I don't know, like a DMV. Or, yeah, you yeah. know, like a free clinic. You know, not exactly yeah. aesthetically the most pleasing thing. And then yeah. you go in his office... <laughs> Like, expense was spared everywhere else except for his office you know, but we we don't know how you know how long his practice had been going at that mm-hmm. point but yeah it, it was uh it is just interesting to think because it's just you know yeah so much of this season has just been teasing you mm-hmm. know that office and you know it's weird Robbie and i are like man we want to go back there because you know, with it, I can't imagine them. You know, it was a sports bar. Yeah, my guess is it didn't survive COVID. Oh, maybe um, that could be true. Because they did keep the the Saul Goodman door there. I think I said yeah. that last week. That so would be a shame. Is, I can't imagine them just clearing it out for a couple episodes. Yeah, it would mm-hmm. be a shame. So, like, hopefully it's not. Hopefully they just, you know, I don't know what they would have done, but uh, hopefully it's, it's, it's not. time to make another road trip through albuquerque (laughs) yeah um i always like i don't and i don't even know why uh maybe it's just because giancarlo esposito is so good at what he does but i always enjoy scenes at uh los pollos hermanos every Mm -hmm. like all of them are usually pretty great were you looking for the ostrich and no, I wasn't actually looking for the ostrich, although I should have now, now that I think about it. Um, clearly, he's there somewhere, or she. Um, you can see the fence line. You could barely yes. see it in the corner. I'm like, man, they really do like shoot this <laughs> to where you, you don't see what's on either side of it. Nope. Um, I <laughs> And maybe I was reading too much into things, but... Looks that, like Lyle became manager. What's that? And Lyle became manager. Oh, and Lyle became manager. Uh, no, I was. I think I was maybe reading too much into this when Gus goes up to the front counter to uh, take a take a register uh, and and help out. 
And the first guy he serves, I, maybe it's just me, Glenn. He sounded really suspicious to me. Like, yeah. uh, he was going to reveal that he worked for a cartel or something. It was just weird. Like, it wasn't just that he was undecisive about what he wanted exactly, but it was the way he said everything made him sound uh, like any minute he was about to be like, you know, and I work for the Salamancas or something. Uh, but no, nothing like that. Uh, it did serve as uh, it did serve as a moment to uh, kind of focus on how paranoid Gus is about Lalo. And it's weird to see him sort of uh, shaken this much. It's not really his um, it's yeah. not really his style, but uh, this whole thing has him really on edge. But as we know, this is sort of the last uh, domino to fall for him. Like things go relatively smoothly for him after until Walter. <laughs> yeah. Until Walter basically. And even then for a little, for a little while with Walter, I mean, stuff starts to get out of hand rapidly, but even at the beginning with Walter, it's not so bad. Um, Just- wasn't happy with making two and a half million. <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, the uh, all that stuff with him. Uh, it's just, it feels like there's not a lot of meat on this episode. Uh, really, at the end of the day, uh, there was a, a fun, a little fun fact, but it's not in the episode. But it was really more in the production of the episode. So um, the the. The two guys, um, well, I mean, Bob Odenkirk, but I don't remember the name of the guy who plays Howard. Um, Patrick Fabian, I think. Patrick Fabian, yeah, yeah. They both did the scene. They didn't do stunt coordinators. They both filmed the whole thing. And the, uh, the director of the episode was actually a little concerned that Bob's training from the Nobody film might mm-hmm. impact his performance. Uh, because he had to learn to be badass or whatever, but uh, the the word is that he was a super professional and was able to hold back and not look impressive because that was the whole point. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that when the scene started, it was like, oh, I wonder when the uh, filming wise with nobody yep. when this took place. Yeah. yeah, this was after, uh, or you know, or or he had at least done the training for the movie. Do you know when he had the heart attack? Like, have they ever said, like, Uh, not exactly when it would have occurred production wise? No, I I don't think they've said that. I mean, part of me wants to think that it happened around when they're taking the break for the show somewhere in there. Because they were pretty close towards the end of production. Yeah. When it happened. Like, they only, you know, it's a TV show, you know, it's not like their schedules are super short but if i remember they 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 were like more than halfway through production when it happened had to have been yeah mm. yeah so i yeah i would uh, wager I'm probably just kind of curious when it was because that's when i was thinking with this i'm like i know it didn't happen with the boxing thing no i know it was like a pretty you know non-intensive scene yep. and it seemed like it was a a scene that had a bunch of people on set so mm-hmm. i was just kind of curious as to yeah i don't think they've ever i don't think they've ever released that but yeah i mean uh, maybe when the episode comes out they may uh because i i'm more just looking it. for it in his face and stuff like because I, I would imagine that 
physically, you know, you could see a difference on him. Just yeah, know. it would take a toll regardless one way or the other, I would imagine. But he, t- he took like a month off, right? He, he was, yeah, at least a month, I think. Yeah, he, I want to say he wasn't gone too long. Mm-mm. No, I, it must it must have been mild. I would wager. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, a heart attack's a heart attack, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no good heart attack, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a solid, fine, a okay. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna have one, that's the one you want to have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I'm just happy that he's back on his feet and then finished uh finished the show. I mean, I I don't know if it was always planned to split the show up into two parts, but you know, if it did stilt uh, or stall the production at all, having it split into two parts probably helps the process. Uh, just because any any time any extra time they would need for any sort of post processing or uh, any post production or you know the show rarely uses visual effects but when they do they're you know very well integrated but any of that stuff that they might need having the uh, the season split uh, would would help I I don't think that's why the season is split I think it's split because it's the final season of the show and this is just the model for television yeah, yeah when you're prestige television yeah it's just yeah i mean maybe this yeah there's probably always going to be a split but i would imagine it was supposed to be a longer break mm-hmm. so the premiere came much later than they anticipated maybe yeah that's possible for sure um you can tell everybody that there wasn't a lot to this episode because we've just been talking about this instead of the episode which again a rarity for this show you well and they're probably thinking break wise yeah because I think with the break that they could, because I think July is the cutoff for Emmys. Yep, I think and so. And then it yep. comes back right at that time. So my guess is that some of this was, okay, maybe they can have two cracks at the Emmys. Mm-hmm. That, that's yeah, my that's guess. Possible. That's possible. I mean, you know. you know, we've said it a million times, the show deserves the awards. So hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm curious if... I'm sure there's a little bit of gamesmanship uh, involved. In but that there. might be possible for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Any final thoughts on episode five and what would you give it? This will be interesting. I'm sure. I know it is. I, I guess like a three and a half, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably the lowest score we've ever given a, uh, given a better call Saul episode. Yeah. You know, it's not bad, but you know, uh, the least entertaining. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, the best bit, I guess, is just Cliff's reaction to everything <laughs> Howard is doing. Like <laughs> when he's just sitting there shaking his legs. So it's just like everything Howard does. He quite and I do like the fact that Cliff is even like even whenever he tells him it's a Jimmy problem, he still doesn't believe him. Like, no, he not still at all. Is like, look, you know, you're not alone, Howard. You can get help. <laughs> yes. I mean, he saw again, how are you? I mean, how are you so simply that you think Jimmy stole his car dressed up in costume and pushed a hooker out? Like, you know, again, right. you're thinking who does that? But again, yeah. it's just believable enough to where, <laughs> yep. you know, it, yeah, no, this, if you're the victim of it, you know, this is what happened, but just yeah. you tell, Telling the story to somebody, you sound insane. It's impossible. You sound like to you're prove. on cocaine, right? Yeah, yeah. You sound like a crazy person who might be on drugs. Um, so yeah, that was great, and I, yeah, that was the funniest scene for sure in in the show. And yeah, there's 
I don't know exactly what the end game is here, but presume I mean look, if the end if the actual end game is Jimmy or not Jimmy, but Howard getting killed or whatever by Gus's men or something, whatever that case may be. Clearly, that's not what Kim's endgame is for him. No, no, and that, and that again could impact with Kim, right? Like it could, because she know, is wrapped her, up in it. She didn't like it when he said they were wicked and stuff like that. Because it is interesting, right? When Jimmy, like, and Howard's like, "Why are you doing this?" And Jimmy, like, doesn't really give him an answer because it's mm-hmm. just it isn't his vendetta. No, you know? it's not. But he doesn't sell out Kim. But it no, is, of course like, not. It's not. It's not his fight. Mm-mm. But. <laughs> No, he's just he's just uh, playing his role. That's all. Yeah. Um, okay. So I thought about giving this three and a half, but I decided at the end of the day to go three and three quarters. I just couldn't bring myself to go lower than that at the end of the day. Like this is still a good episode of the show, and it's still the same build quality, if that makes sense, as any other episode of Better Call Saul. It's still very well made. It's just not much really happened in it yeah they'd need another episode of getting things going because mm-hmm. you can only ride so high off of the yes. nacho episode yes agreed well the i don't know if you saw the preview for the next episode but it looks much more intense than is it the one. mid-season break is next episode no we are close uh it is the episode before the mid-season break okay yeah because i'm thinking memorial day weekend is that would be the start of the break. So yeah, I guess we would have one more week. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. So that is the podcast for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, this is a listener supported podcast and there are a couple of different ways you can help out there. If you want to, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. We have a merch store, geeklymerch.com and the links for those are in the show notes for this episode. You can always find us as well on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for Better Talk Saul, hit subscribe, and that way you can join us next time to hear us talk about more Saul Season 6, Episode 6, called Axe and Grind. Sticking to the man, justice for all. Sticking to the man, justice for all.